It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm Grace Helbig, your host. Guess what, guys? Exciting episode ahead. You have been trigger warned. Uh, we have Clayton James, a.k.a. Kib from Sugar Pine 7 with us here, here today. We've only had Steven Septic on last time. He said some disparaging things about Kib that we uh, really wanted to get to the bottom of today. Plus, he's just a real nice boy with real genuine thoughts and feelings and opinions about starting a goddamn cool business with his cool friends. So let's jump into that on this episode of Not Too Deep with Kib. Not too deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Drop. If you spend with brands like Uber, Starbucks, Trader Joe's, and Sephora, then you're missing out on free cash rewards with the Drop app. For a limited time, if you head to the App Store or Google Play and sign up for the Drop app using the code GRACE, you'll receive a $10 Starbucks gift card right away. Make sure to link a debit or credit card to the app when you sign up to claim your reward. Clayton Kib James. What's up? Is here with us. Yeah. We've had Steven here. Um, he talked very negatively about all of you. Amazing. For an entire hour. I wouldn't expect hour. anything less than that. Um, take us through, how did you guys meet each other? Steve and I met way back in the day. I want to say like 2012 or 2013 okay. from um, a YouTube like influencer manager who was trying to start like a group of YouTubers back when we oh. did gaming and uh he just brought us together and we just instantly hit it off mm-hmm. and uh there's like a bunch of us in there but he and I really clicked and then we just kind of stayed in touch ever since and collaborated and became best friends really yeah and then I like moved in with him in 2015 when oh I yeah because you're from Canada yeah that's okay right. what's it like Canada. being in this country it's frigid cold there <laughs> yeah. um uh, it's way better I just love it really? I love Canada it's okay. home but it's LA, you know? I've in only been Hollywood. here for like two years, so it's oh, still- really? So it's still fresh. Exactly. It's a little fresh. Mm-hmm. You don't have that. I realized that the first eight months that you're here is when you feel like, ah, oh, I've made it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. I, I Like you look at the mountains and it like gives you butterflies. Yeah. And then we lose it. And now and it's like- you get jaded <sighs> and like everyone sucks. Everyone sucks. sucks. <laughs> they do. The first eight months you learn that, you're like, everyone's great. Yeah. But half of them don't mean it. You're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and you trust everyone and then your trust gets broken just they enough. S- they break your heart. The um, How did Sugar Pine come to be? How did this mm. whole collaborative thing happen? It all started way back yeah. in the day as okay. well when um, SourceFed shut down. I'm mm-hmm. sure you're familiar with SourceFed. Yeah, we just had Lee and Steve on the episode oh, right before you. Steve and Lee. Yeah, they said hi. My babies, hi guys. <laughs> um, so when that shut down, Steve was like, well, oh, I saw, Steve worked he still had there. his channel yes. and he worked there too. Right. Yeah, he was a host there. Um, and they, right at the end of it when it all died and it <laughs> seems to be a reoccurring thing, man. Yeah. No, but uh, he uh, he kept his channel going and he's like, well, you know, what What am I going to do next? I got to mm-hmm. do something. So he came over to my place just because he's like, well, kids in LA for a couple months Yeah. and uh, just vlogged and I just immediately jumped into character because he and I have this like dynamic that um, for the longest time, we mm-hmm. couldn't find anybody else who had that. Right. Like, got each other in that bidding way, where you can always know when when you're bidding. Like, right. just clicked well. So we filmed, and it was super funny um, to us, anyways. And then uh, all the audience from SourceFed that 
needed somewhere to go, yeah. went to Steve's channel. And luckily we made this funny content back in the day that they really resonated with people. And we just kept doing it. And That's then cool. time went by, you know, and we we had uh, James, well, he had, J Steve had James film uh, for him because he also worked at SourceFed. Okay. And then um, James became one of our best friends. And we all just started making videos. And, That's awesome. You know, then it, it just kind of took off from there. Yeah. How did you develop your character, Kib? Um, because I'm sure a lot of people when I first so I got introduced to you guys mm -hmm. you guys won a streamy award for best show I think you beat yeah, out Phil DeFranco we didn't deserve it but. oh it was so great you guys are all jumping on stage and I was like look how young and fun these guys look these little like, Looney Tunes what is, what over is here this? what is this and then I went on YouTube after and I like binged so many episodes no so I was like cool. this is so cool to me and it's like I got mad at it because I was like why didn't I think about this why didn't I do what they're doing yeah exactly Isn't a bunch of fun friends making like yeah innovative vlogs this is pissing me off but kudos to them it was cool to find out that you even watched like oh, we, yeah. we didn't know that anyone gave a shit like we just thought oh we just have this horse fed audience and that's why it's, sure. we're getting views which was amazing we're like cool we can do this yeah um but then when we found out that like there was other creators that and just like cool people <laughs> like finding out that the valley folk liked us and oh, yeah, yeah. you liked us and just all these other cool creators that are also, so much more talented than we are also um, you guys are doing something so cool it was getting so at least for me like the platform was so repetitive and mm -hmm. so everyone was doing the same like let's do the same makeup tutorial let's all make slime let's all do this yeah, like slime. challenge and things like that <laughs> and, and I was like my this toes is new. in slime and <laughs> get 10 million views but from the kids mm -hmm. so how did you guys slime channel how did you come up with your character because um, people probably when I first saw it, I didn't realize that you were in character that was amazing before I, let me just touch on something yeah. really quick because it was I wish we could go back to this time like yeah. when people thought that a lot of it was real because mm -hmm. It's it's amazing now to think like oh my god people thought it was real because yeah. I look back I'm like it was ridiculous guys how yeah. the, how the fuck did, can I swear on this of course how the fuck did you think that it was real but back then it was kind of frustrating it was like almost offensive that yeah. people thought I was this this <laughs> crazy character yeah and I was like obviously it's fake guys like no one does that yeah. but now I, I wish I could go back to that but um how did I come up with the character mm -hmm. I just kind of. I've always been a goofy boy, I think. Sure. And my influences have always been like Jim Carrey and oh, totally Robin Williams yeah. and all these amazing legends. And that's just kind of also been who I am. And so when I'm performing for people or I'm trying to entertain, I just naturally go to a goofy place. Yeah. And then it's very silly. Yeah, exactly. Very I love it. silly. And the bro voice was um, just kind of the uh, accent and the type of character that. I use as a vehicle to be a goofy person, which I did before we started filming with my roommate at the time, uh -huh. um, John Cryos. Yes. What's up, Siri? <laughs> Siri, are you listening to our conversations? Wow, the FBI agent that has this house bug got real interested they in this. They know I'm Canadian. Yeah, they're like, there's an immigrant in the house? Okay. Oh my Ice God. bust me. This is what this uh, is. Sorry, I'm I've, been, I've been wired this whole time. I didn't want to tell you this soon. I have my green card. I thought we I'm could get to the card. Twitter questions at least. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man. Yeah. But anyway, so I got the voice by goofing around with my friend who kind of naturally talked like that. Uh -huh. John Cryos Gaming. He's like he's blew up now. He's a big gamer. Yeah. But he would always like talk like a bro and he'd be like, oh. And I would do that with him. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, so yeah. like when your friend does something funny and you just start doing it with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like your thing with him. And yep. then I started doing that with him constantly and he was vaping and then I would eventually take hits of his vape. And I, <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is hilarious. Like yeah. so stupid hilarious. And I used it as uh something like a prop in the videos uh -huh. and then I actually started vaping and then oh yeah yeah when I 
<laughs> it's a whole other story. But when I that's came where on the set to from. do the music video with you guys, you, I was like, I can If this is a bit that they all vape. They're really committed, committed to yeah. this fucking bit right now because it was literally like we were in a fog machine all day long. And we didn't have any fog machines there. I know. If you've seen the music I know. video, Steve it's literally all vape. is just vaping on the side for the dance sequence so that it looks enough, like fog. Correct me if I'm wrong or if you remember or not, but I think we actually had times where we were like, okay, do a big hit of vape right here and just waft it around. Yeah, yeah. And it added to the, the fog machine that it we had. It looked very ominous. It looked very stylized. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that's where all that came from. And then the vaping just started uh, from John as well because yeah. John ruined a lot of people. I'm blaming it on him now. Yeah, he's an enabler. And so many people started vaping from from, your guys from our show. <laughs> I feel terrible. Well, I, but the yeah, odd time, the odd time someone will say, you know what? I quit smoking and started vaping because of you guys. But there are And you're like, I guess I feel good about that. But there's far more people who started well, vaping from nothing from us. That's so. so funny. Yeah, I'm pretty proud that we're giving kids um, you know, lung disease and stuff like that. You're super committed. You know, it's kinda like being an undercover villain. You really are. And I hurting lots of people. <laughs> well that's um yeah, Hannah Mamrie and I when we first started making videos, I mean, Hannah does my drunk kitchen. Mamrie mm. does a drinking video. We would do a lot of getting drunk videos oh, until yeah, you get a yeah. lot of young kids that are like Oh, I took my first job, blah, blah, blah. Or like, tell us that. We're like, I don't know if this is the best behavior to be like no. supporting. I'm going to get drunk and make a Stouffer's mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, the, the engagement is there. People are excited about it. Yeah, it's um, it's gone down like anything. Like, I think one of our downfalls was actually how how fast things grew because then oh yeah you know when when you blow up you inevitably go down and yeah. youtube's like a roller coaster so we're on a, a like our low with a slight upward trend right now mm-hmm. we're just trying to like figure it out but well, it's also a harder space cuz how long have you guys yeah. been doing this now um 2 years two roughly years, yeah. yeah so i feel like that's the natural time that you start to plateau or mm-hmm. like people grow out of your content or totally, yeah. the space just keeps growing. It's so concentrated. Mm-hmm. So getting people to find you for the first time is so much harder than it used to be. And trends recycle. Like we just got to mm-hmm. start making slime videos or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, seriously, try it out. How do you guys come up with the narrative? So for people that don't know, it is a scripted-ish narrative, yeah. improvised narrative. Mm-hmm. So how does that happen? Do you guys have like literal storyboard meetings? Yeah, all the time, every single day, even today. But like it like the first few seasons we're in like what we call our like fifth season I think or, oh, or an extended fourth season but it's um it used to be a lot more scripted yeah. where we would come up with a storyline and sometimes we would write even um like dialogue and stuff like that but now it's gotten to a point where we realize people would rather see us just go have fun and play and then yeah. we'll talk about like that underlying storyline beforehand we'll be like okay so Steve's gonna do this and he's yeah. gonna lie about that and then we'll go to here so they're kind of like cues to hit throughout okay. it and then we just improv all between it because we just love improving and making each other laugh so. yeah you guys are on it's really great to it's watch crazy. you guys work because yeah, it's, it's literally like such guerrilla style it is yeah but that's fun so you're it not is. like beholden to one specific script yeah it can get crazy when you don't know what to do or you don't have the you're too far gone to the improv side where right. you're like what are we gonna what? do with the improv yeah. and then sometimes we'll accidentally make a video that just ends up being kind of like nothing like there mm-hmm. was no point to it other than goofing around but also that's kind of like the essence of youtube so it's nice to yeah. sprinkle in like just something that is entertaining and doesn't really have any purpose sometimes. Totally. Yeah. Have there been any episodes that went too far that didn't see the light of day? <sighs> Maybe not full videos, but I know there have been bits all the time that have to mm-hmm. cut out. Like today I made a Me, me Too joke that uh, – not a Me Too joke, but uh-huh. James kissed me on the mouth and walked away. Um, 
Um, and I was just like, I just got me too'd. And that, I, I don't know if it's going to make it. I was like, do you think, like, should we even put that in? Yeah, everyone's very sensitive. I don't even know if it's going to be in it now, but oh, he's yeah. like, you're fine. He's like, no, 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 that's funny. Like the context is good and yeah. everything. But, you know, we're, we're in a place now where people are comfortable being offended by things now, which like. So comfortable. The, um, the entertainer in me goes like, come on, man. Yeah. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. And you have to be able to laugh at everything, but then. I'm learning as I'm getting older that like people do get hurt by things. And just because, you know, a lot of people can laugh at something and it's, it's just a tough. It's a weird balance. It's a hard yeah. thing. Uh, it's and especially when you do comedy that you're like, but I want this to me is funny. But you then you have to respect that. Like it might not be funny to someone else. Or exactly. It might trigger something. And it's so hard to rationalize like that. That is something you need to respect instead mm -hmm. of it's like, no, you're taking my joke away from me. I know because yeah. you don't want to hurt people. But at the same time, like. The, the comedian in me makes me want to just like laugh at everything. Totally. Because like that, it's so much more enjoyable. Even your own like things mm -hmm. you're insecure about like – and I'll even get offended sometimes if somebody makes fun of something um, about me that like I just happen to be more emotional that day or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I, I want to like shut everything down forever. Right. You know what I mean? Like things have to be joked about. Yeah. It brings lightness to it. Levity. Mm -hmm. Take the weight out of That's it. That's right. Yeah. Um, do yeah. you guys – because <laughs> for instance today you got kissed – uh, you guys don't seem to have, um, what are they called? Boundaries. boundaries. Yeah, with each yes, other. Yes, we don't have them at all. You, do, you don't have anything no in place to like, is there a safe word? Is there something in which like you go? I wish there was a safe word, man. No, I'm probably <laughs> the one who has the least boundaries, I think. But I don't know. I think we're all on the same page. We're so on the same page that, you know, anything's game yeah. for the most part. And then I know, well, like there's still touchy things about people. And you know that like sometimes you're in that bit mode where you're going to say something that's going to, again, offend someone sure. or something. Um, but sometimes you do it anyways and hope that they just get it and that yeah. they're on the same page. But sometimes you're not. But for the most part, yeah, we're on the same page. So the boundaries generally aren't there. How do you push Steve's buttons? What are oh, his buttons? Teach us his triggers. That's tough. <laughs> Steve is a complicated soul. He uh, he doesn't really get offended by a whole lot, really? I think. But yeah, if, he seemed pretty chill when he was here. He's just like a workaholic, it sounds like. He's a workaholic, you know, and I think that like – He'll get frustrated if maybe he's – if you're arguing with him, if like mm. he believes one thing and you believe something else and okay. whether well, – I mean everyone gets frustrated but that's where he'll I, – I notice his buttons are pushed most of all or if someone's not – if you're if he's bidding about something that maybe is hurting someone's feelings and they're not having it, yeah. that'll piss him off because he'll be like, come on, man. This is what we're doing. This is why we're here, <laughs> which I understand both sides of, you know. Totally. Yeah. And you guys also have your podcast now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And is that you guys as you? It's kind of just whatever. I mean, we're not going in there like with masks on. Right. We're right, just right. kind of. You're not going in there in full character. Exactly. Yeah. We, we just bit like I pretty much just am me on the podcast, but like I'll, I'll bit or I'll go into character for a, a moment to, totally. you know, engage in a bit or something. But people know that it's just like us talking, but we also, it's a comedy entertainment podcast. Right. I'm using air quotes because, yeah. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, we go in there like knowing that maybe we're embellishing our thoughts on something mm -hmm. like because I don't care about a whole lot, you know, like <laughs> about like controversial topics going on. Totally. Like, I, I don't really say how, like, I mean, I can have an opinion, but like I, an opinion isn't enough to talk about for 10 minutes. Just be yeah. like, yeah, I think this person's a monster. But no, you have to like, yeah, 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 to entertain your audience. You have to talk about it. So you have to, um, you know, grow, make your embellish your opinion a bit. And right. we'll do that even if. You know, it's an extreme version of what we actually feel for the podcast mm, because okay. it's entertaining. Otherwise, right. it's like I was going to say, how serious do you guys get on there? Do you get deep? It can be, yeah. We, really? We've gotten pretty deep. 
uh, I think the last podcast or maybe two podcasts ago, James and Steve got into an argument about, you know, bidding when it's hurting someone's feelings and, and someone and Steve like pushing it and pushing it. And then he oh, got pissed that James wasn't, um, you know, like going into it, but we posted it and it was uh-huh. like 20 minutes of, of some serious conversation, but we always yeah. were brothers and brothers fight. And sometimes it's cool to uh, show that side, you know? Yeah. I think that's really interesting, especially because you guys are so on all the time mm-hmm. that when you take down the walls a little bit and let people like listen and find out who you guys are and how you interact. Plus it's just nice to watch how, like, and we talked about this a little bit with Valley folk because they're all friends that work together, mm-hmm. like where they draw the line and how t- sometimes it's really nice to see how adult, especially men can mm-hmm. disagree and then like rectify or reconcile yeah. afterwards. And like, that's a good example. I think exactly. Yeah. Like even on the podcast, like we've argued before, but we always come together and go like, guys, we love each other, you know, and, yeah. like, and make up even not for the cameras. Like yeah, we've yeah. never been like, everything's great. Cameras off. Yeah. Fucking hate you, man. Yeah, like, it's never like that. Like, we usually try to figure it out. But speaking of the Valley folk too, like, um, I was just thinking about my perspective of like their onness as well. Like I yeah. you never see the struggle of their, of them unless, Maybe you're just like you hear like, oh yeah, we've been having a tough week with everything. Yeah, but yeah. like generally they're they're on too. Like they seem oh, like they've sure. got it together. Yeah, you know? and they just really we we're just talking with Lee and Steve about it that they just really like you guys support each other and respect mm-hmm. each totally, other. Yeah. So even Love if they them. have disagreements, they like walk it off and oh, they know them, that yeah, it's yeah. not coming from a, a mm-hmm. bad place. Yeah, because yeah. you never see them really argue or fight or anything. No. Know? No, uh I guess sometimes. Mm-hmm. Little bits here and there. People mm-hmm. get irritable, but that's what yeah, comes human working beings, together. you know. Human condition. Okay, so I asked them this. I'm curious about your perspective uh what's it like been because you guys basically started a business together yeah you and your friends so how's that been that's gotta be a huge learning curve yeah i mean <clears throat> the funny thing is like steve started it as like a business in which he was the boss for the first like year of it i mean he's still right. kind of like our number one guy because like the show's supposed to be about him which right you know, um, but he started it and he was like the boss and he was paying us like out of his pocket with this for a while and then sold the company to Rooster Teeth. And then we all got employed by Rooster Teeth. And it's been like the learning curve was joining Rooster Teeth because that's when oh, we were forced to be business people. Right. You know, before it was just like friends hanging out and getting paid because like I'm giving you all my time for this YouTube channel. Right, right, right. Uh, which is like ours, but it's yours, you yeah. know. And that was just like fun, but also you know, wasn't making a ton of money back sure. then. So like that part wasn't hard, but I think it puts, it puts friendships in difficult positions for sure. I would mm-hmm. say like, I love them so much, but like when you work with your friends every day, it gets hard and you, you're not like you hang, you just, you're together all the time. So you butt yeah. heads more, you know yeah. what I mean? Naturally, like if you hang out with people too often, like it just totally. gets like that, but love them to death. Yeah. No, it is interesting too, because you guys have, you want to maintain your friendships, but you have to look at what hat you're wearing at what Mm -hmm. time. Like, are we businessmen right now working together or are we friends that love each other? And you have to be able to like kind of separate the two exactly, and understand like, oh, you're not coming for me as a friend. You're coming for me from a business point of view. And I have to rectify that. Yeah. And especially because we never really separated it in the beginning before it was like, we're all just friends for the, for the, like majority of the, uh, peak of the success mm-hmm. of it, we were just all friends. It wasn't yeah. really a business thing. So now that it's a business thing, it feels like, you know, we're not at the peak anymore. So it almost feels like we're doing things wrong, even though we're, we know we're supposed to be uh, doing it from more of a business standpoint. Right. So it's like conflicting as far as like, well, 
you know, we're, we're, it was better when we were doing it as friends. We yeah. weren't in this business mode, but it has to be like this. Too. Yeah. But that's you also know? learning. I, yeah. Cause it's I, the business. it's the business. YouTube's a business now. Yeah. You guys started the same way. I think we all started, which is just like, I genuinely enjoy making these videos oh, with yeah. my friends. And like, if we get paid, cool, but that's a byproduct of just having fun. Exactly. And then yeah. you have to go, Oh no, but now this is my job and I need to consider it my job. And it takes some of the fun away. Mm -hmm. And then when you yeah lose numbers or subscribers or whatever, then you're like, what am I doing wrong? Oh, exactly. In my head, a little bit too much about the business side of things that mm -hmm. I'm not enjoying it as much anymore. Especially being on a production schedule too, like it's just like yeah. What's your production schedule like? Because you guys crazy. churn out content. Mm -hmm. So we're filming six videos a week and, and a podcast, I think. So it's just like it's a lot. Like even in in the peak of it, when it was like not as stressful, it's because we were you know filming when it the inspiration hits and right. that's when it's best to film. But when you need to force inspiration, it's a little harder, but like yeah. I'm learning from the great people at Funhouse that, and like Bruce has been like just really good with like understanding that you, you, yeah. you, you can push it and you can get it out and you can decide to, to enjoy it and not be bummed out or, or not bummed out, but like uh, burnt out. Yeah. Like you can push past the burnout and just be like, he's like, you just got to enjoy it. You just got to like force yourself to actually enjoy it. Yeah. So like change your mindset and enjoy it. Enjoy what that idea, huh. even if you're not a big fan of it. He's like, just enjoy it. You he get to like do a that. great life coach. He is a great yeah. life coach. He's our boss and our, and, and our life coach. Yeah. <laughs> Did, is this a self-imposed production? schedule like did you guys decide um, on six episodes a week Plus no a that we have to do we have like okay. that deadline but we're in the office nine to six every single day damn uh, well five days a week like like normal people yeah. but um yeah i mean i'm sure if we we could choose to do things a little differently but that just seems like if if we're doing that then we'll be on the right track whereas yeah. it, we don't want to like slack in any way yeah and I guess know? it doesn't give you time to overanalyze anything because mm -hmm. you have to turn out content mm -hmm. so it's just literally improving saying yes to ideas and like making shit exactly uh, yeah. I used to be that way to be so young and you enthusiastic are. you have this podcast <laughs> you know it's all I got left Clayton I love podcasts though uh, me too no they're super fun so okay fun. speaking of the things that podcasts do we're going to take a quick break and when we get back we have more questions for Clay aka Kib hi that's both of my names. Support for today's show comes from Coca-Topia. After a long day, it's nice to unwind and enjoy some me time. And what better way to do that than with a delicious dark chocolate truffle from Coca-Topia? It is creamy, chocolatey, delicious, and now you can indulge in delicious chocolate without the sacrifice on calories because the dark chocolate truffle is only 40 calories. You heard me. That's 45% fewer calories than lint. Plus, it has less fat and less sugar, too. It's the perfect treat after a meal, during a girls' weekend gathering, or paired with a glass of wine. Ready to try for yourself? Visit cocotopia.com and enter the promo code GRACE at checkout to get 50% off your first order. Make sure you type the code in all caps. That's C-O-C-O-T-O-P-I-A.com and enter promo code G-R-A-C-E at checkout to get 50% off your first order. Indulge without the guilt. Not, not too deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Brewmate. Whatever your tastes in beer, wine, or spirits, Brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temp. Brewmate's stylish, insulated drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day. And guys, I got a hologram flask from Brewmate. I'm living my best life. I don't mean to alarm you, but I'm living in 3019 because it's got a bejeweled 
uh, top to it. And yes, it does keep my Tito's very, very cold. I can't I, I can't believe that, that, you know, I'm 33 and thriving, and I'm sorry that you guys haven't gotten on my level, but you can. Don't settle for warm alcohol. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit brewmate.com and add code GRACE to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to brumate.com and add code GRACE. Where'd the music side come from? Because that's when you guys reached out and you were like, will you be in this music video? I was like, you guys make music? Hey? Yeah, I remember. So, yeah, I remember you were in that, right? Yeah. But for me, music's just been in my life forever. And Steve, I think it's been in him forever, but he's explored it throughout his YouTube world. Like, he's okay. always kind of like back tinkering. in the day tinkering and making he made like digital music and then now we're making like you know pop punk with a little bit of digitally cool. stuff. But yeah, we've just kind of always been musicians. Yeah, you know? are you guys creating like a full album? Um, or is it just like songs here and there? We're doing singles, but we're on like somewhat of a schedule for it. We're trying to release a song like at least once a month okay, and do a music video for it as well. Music video. But we, um, yeah, we're thinking about doing an album. We're just trying to cool. first just make stuff and get to the point where we're like comfortable yeah. making music and we like where we're at with it. Cause right now we're just kind of like getting better every song. That's you know? great. But that's, eventually. That's cool. And it's also great to diversify. So mm-hmm. you don't feel like beholden to just doing the same like types of And it boosts videos. your motivation, you know, totally. when you get to do something new. Totally. Um, okay. The funny thing too, that I noticed about all of you, uh, maybe not James, that you're all married. Yeah. Is James married too? No, James has a girlfriend who he's been with for a while. Okay. Steve's engaged to be married okay. soon and I'm married. Yeah. How was your wedding? It was amazing. When it was, was it? It was December 1st, this 2017. Last year? Oh, 2017. Yeah. Okay. And um yeah, I love it. I love being married. It's like the greatest thing of all time, truly. Have you always wanted to be married? Yeah. Oh my God. I've always been such a romantic. Like as a kid, I was like, <laughs> I'll never find the girl that I, I can just sit with and watch Netflix and yeah. laugh and who gets my jokes and stuff. But like just randomly found Sammy Joe getting yeah, a phone did- call and turning it off. It's Zaragoza. Should we answer? Hey, sure. Answer it. It's Steve. I'm sure he's calling for a reason. Steve Zaragoza, you're on Grace's podcast. Uh-oh. Steve? Is this a butt dial? Is this a butt dial? <laughs> God, I hope this is a butt dial. This is for sure a butt dial. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk to you later, Steve. <laughs> I was going to say, we can get all of their ideas. How rude of me to answer them. that on the no, podcast. No, I loved it. I thought he was actually definitely calling because I told him that you guys, or you were going to be here. And oh, so, he knew it. Uh, that's so funny. Um, how did you meet your wife? We met through the show, actually. Really? Yeah. Steve knew her from, I don't know how he knew her for, for like a little bit, uh-huh. a mutual friend or something. And then... We casted her to play my girlfriend on the show. Oh, really? Yeah, like my tw- my Tinder date. Oh my god! And then I was like, "Wow, this! I just need to know this girl. She's so mm-hmm. cool. Like, she got everything. She enjoyed it all. She was super beautiful, and I wanted to know her. And then I uh, I just started messaging her. Yeah. And I was like, you slid we should into go on DMs. a date. Yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> Hey, we should go see a movie or something. She doesn't really <laughs> like movies, so. <laughs> but she was like, Sure. Oh, that's very funny. Yeah. So, how long did you guys date before you got married? We were together for, I want to say six months before being married. It was a, wow. it was a quick marriage. Yeah. Wow. What Love was the decision? In mysterious ways. Yeah. Um, the decision was that we you loved each other. You needed a green card. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it was like, it wasn't just for the green card. We loved each other and wanted yeah. to be together forever. And the green card thing was just like, it had to happen for us to be together. Oh, okay. And 
we wanted to and we wanted yeah. to get married so we did that's you wanting know? to get married is a great reason to get married exactly <laughs> yeah. i've heard and <laughs> it's been like it's going on two years of of being together Amazing. soon in july sometime cool joe's gonna get mad at me <laughs> not remembering it but uh what was the first, sorry babe what was the first date like uh it was amazing it yeah. was one of those dates that you're like oh wow you know, you're like, you've, been, is... you've been on one of those dates before oh, yeah, where, where you're, you're like, like, wow. I gotta lock this down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have to marry her in six months. Yeah. You know? <laughs> in exactly that's, six that's what months. I was thinking too. <laughs> and it was just unreal. Like we just did all the classic romantic things and mm -hmm. stayed up till like two in the morning at uh, Santa Monica Pier on the beach on one of those lighthouses. Oh, that's cute as shit. And took her out to dinner. Or yeah, I think I took her out to dinner that day. But um, on the night I proposed, I reenacted that date. And we also met Ed Sheeran that night. At the restaurant <laughs> at Boa, isn't that wild? And I was you like, "You hired Ed Sheeran to show up at the restaurant." I mean, yeah, that's what I did, man. <laughs> that's when Sugar Pie was doing real well. You had a lot exactly, of exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ed was like, "Love your music, mate. We haven't made any yet, Ed." Yeah, but I can feel it. I can feel it's coming. You know? Uh, that's so cool. It was a sign. If Ed Sheeran exactly. walks in uh, on your night that you're proposing, then you're going to be together forever. It's like certain things do feel like signs. Like yeah. you'll be like. Wow. <laughs> Solidifying it right now. Yeah, the guy that sings like the most off. romantic songs uh, in our present day you in know? pop culture. Um, what did you guys do for Steven's birthday? Was this recent? Steve didn't tell anyone about his birthday this year. Really? Yeah. As Wait. someone who's known him almost the longest, I just didn't know his birthday. I don't think he remembers mine. Uh -huh. I just forgot. But he hid it from us. <laughs> On purpose. On purpose. And we found out at the end of the day... <gasps> Because he got a phone call from his parents when we were at like a cafe in, in Toluca Lake. And he's like, oh, thanks so much. Yeah, it's been good. And we're, I was like, my heart sank. And I looked over at James and I was like, is that Steve's birthday? <laughs> and he's like, like James made no emotion to his face. He just looked over at me and went. Oh, no. And then I went, fuck. <laughs> and then we're like, happy birthday, dude. Hey, and he's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. We've been waiting all day to say it to you. And finally. I was just really hoping that it wasn't one of those moments that were like, now you remember? How did you fucking oh, guys yeah, yeah. forget my birthday? My best friends <laughs> forgot my fucking birthday. And I always hope people remember my birthday, but... Yeah. You know, Steve just hates celebrating it. That's why he... He hates didn't celebrating himself? Hates it. Okay. Hates it that's entirely. so interesting for someone yeah. that's like... On, on YouTube camera, and wants every single person in the world to attention. see him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is very weird. It's very conflicting. I want everyone to celebrate my birthday. What? But I don't even know. What's like the most regretful night you guys have had together? Regretful night. Or the best one. Sometimes those go hand in hand. The best night. Hmm. Wow. We've had a lot of cool nights. I don't think we've had a regretful night. There's Good for you. There's there is a regretful night that I I can't say yet. Maybe yet. in okay. like five years on yeah, a podcast. You get some but, space from yeah, it. <laughs> but we've we've not done too much crazy stuff. That's good. But we just had a lot of great nights. Like we just when we used to party all the time, we had great nights. We had great nights. Recently, we went to the comedy store. Oh, that was that? a great night. That was yeah. one of our great nights. It was great. We just did you went, just go or did yeah. you guys perform? We just went to see the stand-ups oh, nice. and uh, there was this guy Jamar neighbors that was really funny. Cool. And then I went again the next day. But yeah, we just we have a lot of good nights. That's very one sweet. One day when I'm ready to tell crazy stories, yeah. <laughs> I'll come back on the podcast. You're and be a like, businessman right, now. This is what fucking yeah. happened. Yeah. I get you. No, there's uh, Hannah Mamer and I have had. A handful of regretful nights that uh, sh don't we don't like to Is talk about. Is there some? Yeah, that you just, <laughs> you know, not... just like this will bring up bad feelings. If I had more time to think about it, I'm sure there was ones that I could. Oh, there is one I could tell, sure. but it doesn't involve my uh, it doesn't involve Steve. That's okay. 
I um, that was the biggest regret. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't involve. I wish it did. There was this one time. Um, I'll just get right down to it. But sure. uh, I went to a um, a uh, Canadian casino in Quebec, mm -hmm. and a woman like very quickly bought me drinks, uh, brought me to a strip club, and then <laughs> to her house. And my friend was there with me, and um, I was making love to her upstairs. <laughs> Wasn't love. I just didn't want to be like I was fucking her <laughs> upstairs, and then. My friend was downstairs and he was stealing her jewelry oh and I didn't God. know this. And I oh came, my God. <laughs> so I, I, uh, after, uh, being upstairs, came downstairs and saw him hunched over <laughs> rooting through her fucking shit. Oh my God. And, uh, and he had jewelry and CDs in his hand. <laughs> he couldn't decide. And at this point I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he turns around and he's like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My and I was God. like, she wanted you to go upstairs and have sex with her, dude. What are you doing? You're robbing her. Oh, She's wow. getting fucked twice, but you're not doing anything. <laughs> and um, then with my shirt and most of my clothes off, we ran down the street. We ran away. And then my Canadians. brother grabbed a bottle of her wine that was there. Like, Wow, uh, you guys really pillaged. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did your friend have a uh, history bro? of kleptomania before? No. Okay. He was a good he just, dude. He was in the moment. He still is a good dude. You know, <laughs> I haven't talked to him in a while, but he's a good dude. He's in jail now. Yeah, he's actually in Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> um, it's crazy. That's so nuts. Well, that does sound like a regretful night. Well, let's just stay, say it's Steve that was there. Yeah, Steve was stealing jewelry. Steve was there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He loves CDs, turns out. Yeah, CDs. That was the other thing. I was like, the jewelry, If as someone who was going to steal, understood Understandable. Yeah. The CDs. The what CD do you think it's on it, man? <laughs> Videos of her showing her credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Here's my social security number. Oh, uh, that's very funny. And also, there's something Crazy. something desperate about someone stealing CDs, and I'd be yeah. like, yeah, just take them. You, know, you need right? these more than I do. I Sorry. guess. Sorry. <laughs> I loved Blues Clues season four. Yeah. Come on. And DVDs. This wasn't the like '90s or early 2000s. Yeah. That's so obsolete. Funny. Um, has Steven ever made you cry? For better or worse? Hmm. I don't think so, but maybe. Maybe he oh. hurt my feelings and I thought about it one time, but like... Is he sentimental? He seems a little like a... Usually no. A lovable robot. Um, yeah, he's a robot. Yeah. No, he's not. But he, he can get sentimental. You get those moments with him, um... Once in a while, like if we're driving around, having a good time, both in a good mood, it needs to be like a perfect formula, I yeah. think, for us to like, you know, if someone's like stressed about work, it's not going to happen or whatever. And same with me. So it's like, but if we're on the right zone and we're just driving around or something and put a song on that yeah. reminds us of when we lived together in Tulica <laughs> Lake, we'll be like, I love you, bro. Oh, the you're my best friend. <laughs> and then we'll be like, you're my best friend, bro. And then we're like, all right, let's get out of the car now. It's been too <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> we can't have things so Let's go back so to joyful. being robots in the office. Yeah. You know? um, did you ever participate in school talent shows? Because you yeah. guys have this, your character participates in a talent show, right? My character participates in a talent show? I, for, I forget. A, We've done so many videos. Chris. I know. I can't. <laughs> trust me. When people come up and they say something to me that's Remember completely that video out of you context. Did? No. Or like a phrase that I'm like, what? From one video and that didn't like, really you know, do. Back there. Yeah. You did it in like 2011. I'm like, Shh, I bet I'd said that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Take care now. Um, uh, what's the question? Sorry. Am I, talent shows. In you, real life? Yeah. Yeah. I've done some talent shows. In high school, I did talent shows and like musical theater and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Didn't go to college, so sweet. Really that's talent shows there, right? <laughs> yeah. What was your talent? Singing? It was um yeah no actually 
the talent shows I performed in, I was like a bass player or a drummer for a band at the time. Okay. Because I just didn't have the confidence to do solo stuff. Cool. You know, I was a little like weird kid with long <laughs> Justin Bieber hair at the time. <laughs> what are the fan interactions like for you when guys? When we meet people like on streets and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, really, I am very grateful to meet anyone who supports us. So I'm just always like, I'm always amazed. It ha- yeah. it happens like decently frequently in in LA really? if we go out. Yeah, oddly enough. Cuz you guys enough. shoot like all over the place, right? We do. Yeah. yeah. I mean even just by a Starbucks or something like some yeah. two marines came up to us the other day, literally marines? 2 days ago. Marines, yeah. <laughs> they were young young guys, yeah. I'm not even making it up. They're like, no, "No, they weren't marines. They were well, gamers." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they came up to us and I'm just like Wow, it's so nice to see you guys. How's this going on? I want to give them a good interaction. Right. I don't know if that's like a like a thing because I'm thinking about it. Like if I even should be, but like I oh, think yeah. about shit like that where I'm like, no, it, I'm grateful and I want to make sure that you get out of this what you wanted. Yeah. Because I know what it's like to be. I'm a fan of so many people, and right. when they're good to me, and I go home and I'm like, that was fucking awesome, man. Well, it makes me feel so good. Yeah. You want to believe people are good, and mm-hmm. so when you meet them and they actually are good, then it's like, oh, I believe in humanity. This I want to nice. crush the ne- don't meet your idols thing. Oh Not yeah, the that don't I meet your heroes. Idols, but yeah, yeah the, your heroes yeah, thing. Yeah. I want to crush that, and if I'm ever anyone here on the Mimi, I want to be like, I'm awesome. <laughs> Good for you. That's a fun mission statement. Yeah, who's who is have you ever like fanboyed over someone? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who? I was a fan of YouTube before I got into it. So like every YouTuber, <laughs> I would say, um, I mean, even still now, if it's like someone who is somewhat of a peer, but still bigger, and mm-hmm. I haven't met them yet, right. I still get excited because like sure. you're meeting someone who's doing something awesome. Yeah. So like that excites me. Totally. So like who did I fan over? Um, or is there someone you haven't met yet that you know that you would? Totally. Yeah. Oh, I remember one. So Kyle Mooney. Oh, we yeah. Went to, um, He's great. We went to Nick. Do you know Nick? By Nick chance? Rutherford? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went to, I think, yeah, bud. it was Nick's birthday party and Kyle was there and we knew he was going to be there too. Uh, <laughs> so, so you're already we were pre-planning like, like, oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. So just like having conversations, uh, yeah, he's I didn't so even nice. say like I'm a big fan. I was just like just conversing in whatever yeah. way it worked. But in my head, I'm like, this is amazing. I'm losing my mind. This is amazing. And he's right so now. like low key and chill in person. Yeah. He's not like a crazy character. That exactly. You almost. I've been uh, in social situations with him like a couple times, mm-hmm. and I'm usually way more drunk than he is in the situation. And Same. I have to remind myself that like You're he's drunk, being chill. chill. I'm being a little aggressive right now. I had a Isn't that crazy. Down. But then yeah. some of me like. I feel like that because we always used to be a lot and we still are a lot, but sure. like we used to be way more hyper around people too, yeah. whether it's being uncomfortable and that's how we feel we can get people to like us. Sure. I don't know. Never really dived into it, dove into it. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I think that we've like chilled out more, but even then I still think about it and I'm like, do can I just be me? Like, should I just be me and be hyper and enjoy myself? Right, or right, do right. I need to like suppress my craziness <laughs> for them yeah. who I want so, to like me. So like you think about yeah. that and you're like, I don't know, man. I don't now know I'm if just I should. all over the place in my head about all of this. Right? Uh, I fucked you up now from this. You're like, uh, what am I going to do? Um, What's your improv background? Zero. Just really? Zero. Yeah. I haven't taken any classes That's or anything nuts. like that. Yeah. The only, I just have music background from like, I took guitar lessons for gotcha. two months and then I already knew how to play everything. So they were just teaching me songs I didn't know. I just kind of could do things. Okay. I just enjoyed doing it. And if you enjoy doing it, you'll do it so much more than the average person. And then you end up getting good at something comparatively, right, right, right. you know? So yeah. Uh, what's speaking of music? What's like uh, a Sugar Pine song that gets stuck in your head the most? Mm. If there is one. How many guys, have we? How many have you guys made so far? I think six oh, or damn. seven. Yeah, cool. and we have one coming out pretty soon. But 
I think they periodically get stuck on my head. Like right now, my type is stuck in my head. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Steve's just like a maniac with creating these like melodies and instrumentals. But it, I, it'll get stuck in my head as we're making it and for a month after. Yeah. And then it's just that the latest song will be stuck in my head, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you guys have been doing live shows, right? Yeah. We'll be doing our second one pretty soon. Oh, cool. And uh, How'd it go? How'd the first the one first go? The first one went great. Yeah? It was awesome. Yeah. Nice. It was so much fun. We were really nervous. Yeah. We just went out there, filmed it, and we planned to do the same, you know? Cool. What's the format of it? Um, We're working on it. But okay. the first one, <laughs> format-wise, was to just go out and kind of have it be less planned like that was kind of our shtick but that's Keep also like an excuse too to not to not work on it, not work <laughs> yep, on it. Can, yeah but game. like people like kind of expect that from us too like we're kind of a mess you know we're sure the, we're the, they don't want to see a polished show exactly yeah. we're trying to polish this one but in general we're going to go out there and bit a little bit yeah. you know what i mean like as if it's like a kind of like a play in the beginning for the first five minutes cool. and then roll into a music video and then come out and introduce everybody and then just kind of talk and goof and gaff and do Sweet. music in between you know because how big is the quote like cast right now um there's three four five six seven i think seven of us oh wow yeah and have you all been cast in this or is this like friends joining um in the live shows uh yeah or on the or show. you mean the show in general yeah. no i think um i think technically like we consider like our editors part of the show too because like they're in the shows right, and we right, love right. them and they're, they're like our best friends at the office and everything so um technically the editors got casted like we hired autumn originally like she's not okay. with us anymore but originally she was we hired her to edit for the show so that's kind of like bringing it on same with vicky she was hired on but it really just i guess james Allen mccune he was in blair the blair witch um the newer one oh, so really? we found out that he knew of us somehow or something okay. and we were just like amazed by that and then we're like oh come on the show and yeah. then he was just like a guest character and then we had him on more frequently and more frequently oh, so no fun. one was really cast they just kind of became yeah into the show you know yeah exactly mm -hmm. pretty much organic are you what are the upcoming plans are you guys adding more people um we're not really planning to add more people um other than like guests and stuff like that like sure. we love to collaborate with new people because they're not used to us and it's so fun to like be crazy around people who don't like are not ready for it oh yeah the first time i you know? was around all of you guys i was just like whoa what is going i left tired <laughs> <laughs> see these bags <laughs> i leave tired every day i know i can't believe you guys have such stamina for it that i'm like i can't keep up i can't yeah, it's crazy but who's a dream guest that you guys haven't had on yet Ooh, dream guest um we probably all have different ones but right now i know we're trying to have dylan francis oh he's DJ. a dj yeah he's, he's really funny on twitter yeah he's super funny right yeah diane introduced me to him and he's he does bits all the time i had no idea yeah so he like follows steve and steve tweeted at him saying like hey will you oh, that's um, great. dj my wedding and be on our podcast and he's like how about both <gasps> and so we're like ah Let's ah, get him on there. What a treat. <laughs> exactly. Wait, when is Steve's wedding? His order? I have no idea. I think oh. it's going to be in the summer, though. Do you have plans of what you're... Are you guys best men? I imagine James and I will be best men. I think that's what we <laughs> talked about. But Steve also asked me... Hey, Steve. Um, also asked me to be his best man in a really nice, sweet moment getting sushi one time. And then he told me Brett was going to be his... Uh, from Cowtrop was going to be his best man. And that really hurt my feelings. And then now, to not hurt anyone's feelings, he's going to make both James and I his best man. I think. <laughs> So this that's is what all, happened. Uh, hearsay right <laughs> that's now. A, that's what happened. We'll get, we're gonna follow this saga and see where it goes. Okay, exactly. What, Turning it away. What um what is your plan as a best man? 
Hmm. I mean, it's really far in the future. I don't even know. What do you like? What do best men do? I've never been a best man before. They like get the groom drunk, but like not oh. too drunk before. Before the wedding? Yeah. They get least... drunk, drunk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, didn't get I've drunk seen for it mine. Really? Yeah. Good for you. Well, I didn't now know you you're can, supposed to. You have time to make up for it with Steve's. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to get drunk for his wedding. Well, you have Go to get him, me- buddy. <laughs> I'm drinking for two weddings today. <laughs> exactly. Uh, are you going to give a speech? I think if the opportunity arises, arose, mm-hmm. for sure. I I'd give th- a speech. <laughs> Is that what we do? Is that what uh, best you, let's, do? you can do whatever you want. I've never been a groomsman before. I'll have to talk to Alyssa about it because she's yeah. mostly planning. I'm like, it's hey, her day. Do you want so. us to do like a, a thing? It is her day. Yeah. yeah. So but I think you guys should at least do some sort of choreographed dance. Oh, totally. Yeah. And film it. Yeah. We should do something um, like, you know, those fucking wedding videos where um, they like all walk up to like yeah. a non-traditional song and everyone's going yep. up. We'll do something like that. <laughs> I think that'd be super fun. Just some Snoop Dogg song. Oh, please. Okay, we're gonna take one more quick break and when we get back, we have a bunch of Twitter questions for you. So we'll be right back with Not Let's Too Deep. Support for today's show comes from Bare Minerals, creators of clean beauty, purity in formulation, and uncompromising performance have always been the guiding principles of Bare Minerals because they believe that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. This has been the Bare Minerals philosophy since they began the clean beauty revolution in 1995 with their best-selling original foundation, which offers creamy, lightweight, buildable coverage that's naturally luminous. The clean formula is made with only five Good for skin ingredients, all minerals, including non-chemical SPF protection, makeup so pure you can sleep in it, and it actually improves your skin over time. It's everything your skin needs and nothing it doesn't. For bare minerals, to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas. With proven performance like every bare minerals product, it's 100% cruelty-free. Better yet, both the original and matte loose powder foundations are available in 30 shades. Upgrade to clean beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code NOT2DEEP. That's bareminerals.com. Promo code NOT2DEEP for 15% off your first purchase. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Not, not too deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by the OkCupid dating app. OkCupid is the only dating app that finds you someone based on who you are and what you're into. The OkCupid dating app asks you fun and meaningful questions that matter to you so you can be seen by the people who are going to be into you. From questions like, would you pay an extra $5 for guac to... Are you close to your family or did you vote in the last election? You'll see tons of answers that lead to great conversations and great dates with people who feel the same way that you do. Tell people about your favorite album, your last great trip, your favorite podcast, and let the love roll in on OkCupid dating app. Whether you're looking for that person to join you on a long walk on a beach or a short walk to the pool bar, my preferred type of walk, they are waiting for you on the OkCupid dating app. Be yourself and enjoy all the awesome people like you who want to meet you on the OkCupid dating app. Download the free OkCupid dating app to find your next great date today. Okay, okay, before we get into the Twitter questions, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every guest that's on the podcast. And the first is, who alive or dead would you most throw, want to throw cold spaghetti at? Cold spaghetti at? Yeah. Um, 
Fucking, I want to throw cold spaghetti at Hitler. There you go. Okay. Not bad, right? <laughs> yeah, we've gotten that answer. What is this? <laughs> it's cold spaghetti, bitch. Yeah. I That's what it is. Everyone would love to see that happen. Yeah. Um, okay, and the other question is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, <gasps> hmm. but you can only use three words or uh, three small phrases. So mine is college jogging front lawn. Oh, yeah. that is very descriptive, even though there's yep. only three words. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have like a timer? Can I think about it? You can think about it. It can be a close call situation hmm. too. It can be a, a- Oh, I remember. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you went back through your Rolodex yeah. memories. <laughs> Laughing, shorts, Ball. <laughs> okay. Well, no follow-up questions there. Uh, is it like? Is it understandable? Oh, can you I envision mean, it? I can. Uh, what kind, <laughs> are we talking about a sports ball? No ball of ball. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, laughing shorts ball. Oh. <laughs> young as well. Wow, what a visual! <laughs> but not young enough for that to be okay. Oh. Just so you know. <laughs> It was embarrassing. Um, okay, let's get into these Twitter questions. Someone says, I love Beyond the Pine, and sometimes you guys talk about films on there, and I love listening mm. because I also love films. You guys inspired me to start creating. Would you guys ever consider a separate channel to review films in depth or just stick it to the podcast? Um, I don't think we'd make a second channel for uh, like a podcast film thing. We did talk about that a little while ago, and I was like, you know, with YouTube's algorithms, I think they're favoring like new channels that have uh, instantly a lot of views. And if we brought views over to a new channel, maybe it would get pushed oh, in the algorithm. And I was like, bring blast. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we're just trying to make this channel work first, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess that's all. We do, almost made another show for it. Yeah. Do any of you guys yeah. make content on your individual channels? Yeah. I make, I like recently, I'm on like the fifth episode, but I have a podcast now called Grandmaster Pod. Cool. And uh, it's What's like it a doge. It's just about whatever. I, it's a solo podcast. I just what, talk. you talk by yeah, yourself? <laughs> like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> I sit in my house and I have a ficus to the right of me. <laughs> and I drink a cold brew and I just talk. About anything that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is Stories, what I'm doing. Topical? Funny things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, if there's something funny to talk about, I'll talk about it. Or something that's just like, if I see a video, a viral video from 10 years ago, right. I'll just talk about it and like show it and laugh about it and make fun of it. It's got to be slightly cathartic and therapeutic. Just it is to so. Get it all out You know there. what it does? It makes me um, remember my life more because I oh, have a true. terrible, like I'm very in the moment and I enjoy the moments. Like I'm yeah. thoroughly enjoying this and I'll remember that I was on your podcast forever. Yeah. Like just every moment, I just try to enjoy it in the moment, but then I also forget it. Same. You and know? the same way that I'm like, ah, is my brain just bad? And it's yes, getting worse the answer lately. Is yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to offend you because same, yeah. but it helps me weekly try to remember what did I do this week? You yeah. know? And then I'll talk about it a little bit, like the comedy store stuff. Like mm-hmm. when I went to the comedy store, like such an amazing time, but I would forget it and never think about it again for three years unless I decided to talk about it and what I did and go through it. it. And that's like, it's therapeutic in that sense for me to remember my life and appreciate it. Do you do stand up? I'm, Trying to. Are Mike you? Falzone has been like a mentor to oh, me. Oh, right he now. rules. Been ama- we have to get him on the sweet- podcast too. Get him on the podcast. Yeah. I'll get off now. We can bring Mike <laughs> in. He's <laughs> amazing. Out. He like brought me to the comedy store the day after um, I went with Steve and introduced me to everybody there. And, Aww. you know, like I already know so much about it because I've been a fan of it forever. Right. But it's one of those things that I'm terrified to do. Same. Don't know if I can write good jokes. Don't right. know if I can perform them well. Right. Because it is like a math equation that you're figuring out for yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like if the joke could be good, but your delivery could come off bad and then right. it doesn't work. So you, there's so much to figure out. And uh, But you haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. And I desperately want to, but I'm terrified. You should. Yeah. Just, I'm just do I'm, it. I'm taking the steps. I'm yeah. learning about it. I'm going, I'm hanging out and yeah, I'm I mean, trying to write shit. I <laughs> saw Mike do stand up for the first time a couple weeks ago. And he's so funny. He's so good. And he's, he's so natural. 
one and good. Then, and when I think back on his set, I'm like, I think he told one joke and then just did crowd work the yeah, whole right? time. Was it the dog walker one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. His dog walker joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the rest of the time, it's him just like fucking with the audience. And, and he he's doesn't so good piss at people it. off no. either. Something you told me was like, you know, a lot of people think that uh, crowd work is like making fun of the crowd, but it doesn't have to be like that. And no. once the crowd realizes that you're not making fun of them by doing crowd work, you're just like, laughing with them right. then they're way more open to it you know? yeah he's got a great a uh, great uh, bit of being able to like self-reflect and like self-deprecate mm. and then balance way so the crowd's like oh okay we're exactly. on your side cool yeah. you're not picking on us they get him yeah, yeah. Um, someone wants to know who has the gnarliest vape tricks Oh, I had the gnarliest vape tricks. Because <laughs> you guys are all... I don't vape anymore. You didn't? You quit? I quit a while ago and then I couldn't really quit. Mm-hmm. And like I quit and for a month I quit and then I would still do it randomly in the yeah. office because everyone's fucking vaping around me, which right. is like, it's my own thing. I know that I'm taking responsibility, but it made me want it more than if it oh, just wasn't around me. 100%. It was so much more easily accessible, yeah. you know? So I was still vaping and then the addiction was still there and I quit and I think I'm like five days wow. without any nicotine whatsoever and it's hard but it's so you just went cold turkey yeah cold turkey you know the wife doesn't love it doesn't like it and she shouldn't of course she shouldn't and it's amazing but uh it's just tough i'm just i don't want to be someone who is addicted to anything because something that made me it like resonated with me which is something i i only said to myself but Mm -hmm. was that the amount of time when you're addicted to something that you think even subconsciously about vaping all day and the time you are doing it you could be using that time anywhere else more productively, mm-hmm. you know? And it's yeah. just a waste of time. And Interesting. It, it doesn't help me. It didn't make me funnier. It didn't make me grow as a person. Right. It only took away from productivity. That's a very mature thought process to have about it. Thanks, there Grace. There you go. Um, <laughs> but Steve, not going to quit. I don't think he's going to quit. I don't think James is going to quit either. Yeah, because oh, it's they said that if, you guys all accidentally got addicted to it. Well, I like... <laughs> did it on purpose. I liked right. it. And then I chose to to start vape because I was vaping no nicotine when I first started with John. I was like, oh, oh, really? oh and I was doing the vape <laughs> thing just for fun. And then I was like, no, I want to feel the nicotine rush. I yeah. liked that. Like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you get addicted to it. And then they started doing it. They got accidentally addicted to it <laughs> by hitting mine now and again and got their own vapes. And right. then now it's just a sad thing. Now it's just a sad thing. Now it's just a sad, just a sad bit. Sometimes yeah. bits get sad, guys. <laughs> and, and then, but there's a silver lining. You can quit if yeah. you want to. That's true. And you're doing it. Yeah. You're but they won't quit until something really bad happens to them, they said. Steve's like, oh. when I find out my health is like in rough shape it's from it. fully in jeopardy. Then he'll quit. And probably yeah. James too. And you know, that's, well, they'll cross those bridges when they get when there. When they come. Those... And I'm avoiding it. Yeah. I'm swimming through the water. There you go. Um, someone says big or small dogs. Small dogs. I, well, Do I like big dog? dogs better, but um, I get ripped apart for it. And you know what? It's too fucking bad, everybody. I understand, but I'm gonna get a Frenchie because I love <gasps> them. I love French cute. bulldogs. And you know what? I talk to people are like, you need to adopt, and I, I fully support that. And I think yes. in general you should. But like, this dog fits my lifestyle. I want it to be healthy, you know. And and someone at the because you know how people say like you shouldn't get those breeds, you shouldn't support small yeah, dogs, yeah. blah blah blah. I I understand it, but the breeders at this show we went to um, said, you know what, like what we say when people say that to us as breeders is that we're breeding these dogs because they're going to exist anyways. We're breeding them super healthy in a humane, so, so, way. In a humane way and giving them to, they don't just give them to anybody. They give them right. to great homes. So the breed exists and they're doing the best they can top tier yeah. with, with the health, the health of the dog and the home it goes to. Mm-hmm. And There's thoughtfulness I think involved. that there is like, 
it it's exists. So yeah. I'm going to give it an amazing home. And yeah. that's all I want. That dog's going to exist whether I get it or not. And I want to give it the best life it's got. So that's sweet. I I'm love, sorry for those people who are against it. But. I'm obsessed with French Bulldogs. <sighs> I follow so many of them on Instagram. Little Blue Frenchie. Have you followed that one? No, but I follow Frank the Funny Frenchie. Oh, of course. Charles Barkley. Oh, yeah. Uh, or Sir Charles Barkley. I forget. Um... Renee Charles, Sir James NYC. Charles Buckley. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's so many. Uh, I got to a point where I had to like go through and like unfollow because it was. You're like it's most all dogs of my feet. now. Yeah. And I don't have a French bulldog, so I have a different dog. It's <laughs> starting to be offensive to the dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is there plans in the works for a fr- also? Yes. What, you were at a French bulldog show. Yeah. Well, it was just a dog show, but there oh, was a, an hour where they were showing French bulldogs, and we went to because we we've been researching them for like a year and found out that like you don't get a, a French bulldog from a breeder who's got an Instagram page or even has a website. Oh, really? The, pe- the people you get a breeder from are these people that don't have breeds often. Uh-huh. They're not doing it for money. They just have really healthy dogs and they're keeping that line alive and they wow. do it every couple of years. And you get one from a breeder like that who has like healthy, good dogs and doesn't give them to anybody, you know, and you have to That's like great. find Do your them. research. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even find them online. Like you have to like go meet them at a, like a dog show or something. Jeez. At least so, that's what I know right now. So when, when are you acquiring said Frenchie? The latest, I would say, is Christmas. This coming okay. Christmas, because that's when there's time off to spend time with okay. it. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you have a name in mind already? We do. Yeah, it actually already has an Instagram, and we don't even have it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we all made it two days ago. Odie, but spelled O T, like O A T I E meal, oh. like oatmeal, Odie meal. Oh, that's very Odie. cute. Odie the Frenchie. That's very cute. Very cute. Okay, I will go follow. And just wait. You don't need to. Don't go follow it right now or perhaps just put for a long time. countdown clock on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the picture is of a uh, like an achievement not unlocked yet. So it's the dog, but it's a silhouette of the dog and you oh, can't see it. that's very funny. Because we haven't opened it yet. We haven't gotten the achievement. <laughs> um, someone says pros and cons of your new Miata. Ooh, you know I have a... Oh, I thought you knew I had a Miata for nope. a second. I was like, you know I have a Miata? I love my car. <laughs> pros and cons. Uh, pros, everything. It's awesome. It's great. It's I get to be with the top down. When you're in LA, like, I need the sun. It, oh, like, yeah. fuels me if I'm in the dark too long. I get depressed. And uh, so, so many pros. It's fun. It's Parking's easy. Yeah. You get the sun. It's uh, pretty good on gas. Cons, I'm over six foot, dude. Oh, yeah. And that that's car's a- fucking small. <laughs> So it fucking sucks sometimes. You if know? you're stuck in traffic for that long, or if you're driving to San Diego, yeah, ouch, oh. dude. <laughs> it's comfortable, but not that comfortable for someone of my size. How long have you had it? Um, six months now. I want to say fun. Yeah, what color? It's, cool. it's gunmetal gray and has gunmetal gray rims with a cherry red soft top. Whoa, very yeah. classy. Thanks. I thought so too. Like I didn't just want to get like a hot red one no. with like a black top. You I wanted, want to, I wanted to look like I had a way better car than it really is. There you go. Because it's not that expensive really. <laughs> it's just cool. Um, someone wants to know worst hair choice they've made in their past that they wish they could undo. Uh, like my worst hair choice? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to say that I want to take something back because – it led you to where you are now. You know, sure. I used to have the long, 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 long Bieber flow, but really? maybe choice of color. One time in like the eighth grade, I dyed my hair black, but did it from home <laughs> with my mom, who's not a hairdresser. And then it turned gray. Oh. And I had, I was the uh, youngest old man with Bieber hair to ever exist. That's amazing. And it was first, it was like black for one day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm fucking." I'm so emo. I'm so goth and emo or whatever. Yeah. And then it just went green and like sort of like a greenish, <laughs> bluish green, and then gray. And oh, I was gray no. for so long. For how long? 
weeks, weeks oh, and weeks and weeks. Your mom until, pranked you. Yeah. So hard. <laughs> yeah. And now I got to get her back. Um, someone's know what's the, <laughs> there's still time. <laughs> I haven't got her back yet. What's the best inspiration when it comes to bits or music or anything really? Everyone's inspiration is different. You yeah. know, like for me with music, uh, what inspires me to like write and just get into it is watching live performances of the bands that I like and mm. then watching interviews and hearing them talk and and that just like fires me the fuck up yeah, and then yeah. I just can jump right into it especially with a coffee too like yeah. caffeine yeah. and, <laughs> and inspired with comedy stand up has been a big like watching stand up with people I really like yeah. podcasts from comedians that I really like yeah what are just, your go-tos um I love Tiger Belly I love What's Theo that? Vaughn Tiger oh, Belly yeah, yeah. that's Bobby Lee and Kalila do you know who Bobby oh, Lee is oh I know Bobby Lee yeah, yeah but I've never listened to the podcast that man is just like funny to his core yeah. so funny his podcast is amazing he's got great people on it so like Tiger Belly Theo Vaughn Joe Rogan oh, yeah. now and again but he's a little boring mm-hmm. and, and and Chris D'Elia his is hilarious he's a big inspiration I've been told yeah I gotta listen to his I've been listening to his stuff for years he's he's like he's just so funny yeah he's a really funny dude he's, he's like confidently really funny and not many people can pull that off without mm-hmm. looking like a dick a total you know what I mean yeah he and Anthony Jeselnik I feel like have similar energy that way I never heard of them Anthony Jeselnik Jeselnik if you want to see someone do amazing crowd work he is yeah. like a fucking shark and he's really? so patient with a made up so... name like that with a made up right? last name <laughs> yeah, like that I know. Jeselnik Jeselnik uh, jizz on your neck yeah. yeah he's great <laughs> I'm sure he's heard that before too oh a hundred billion <laughs> times um, someone wants to know how how far does a bit go before someone breaks? Do you guys ever get mad at each other for breaking? No, no. never. Yeah. Breaking is like if you can make your friend break yeah, that's after the goal. after making trying to make them laugh every single day for two years, <laughs> yeah. then you won. Then that's a good bit. Yeah. I actually want to leave more breaking in the actual videos because we don't, but breaking it's my favorite thing to make them break. It's also just such my a good goal. it's it's like verbal consent. That what you're doing is good. Exactly. And then also I think it's like a verbal cue for people watching it. That, yeah, like they exactly. Know where the yeah, like a laugh are. track. The yeah. whole reason there's a laugh track, but this it's like genuine too. Who so. breaks the most out of you guys? I think James probably breaks. The oh, most. really? James and then Steve and then me. Oh, interesting. James, I would peg as someone that was more stoic in that. That's sense. his character, but he is he is stoic, but he loves to laugh. Yeah, and he gets the humor, and so making him he just like he'll if something's funny he'll just laugh. You yeah, know, and he'll burst out laughing. That's great. Yeah. Um, someone says, can we expect another big project soon like The Woods? I would love to see more short films and such from y'all. Actually, I, we were pleasantly surprised, but we were... You're good. <laughs> we were uh, encouraged to start when we have free time to mm-hmm. work on another short film. So oh, cool. It's just finding the time and um, with the grind, which is the lamest thing in the world, but it does sometimes feel like a grind. It even is. Even though yeah, we get yeah. to do the greatest thing in the fucking world and how dare I you know, no, say not, it's a grind. No, you don't have to but, rationalize it. It's literally, you guys are grinding. You're working mm-hmm. nine to five And it's fun, day. but like it still it takes a toll creatively because you use all your creative juices then you have none left for your side project, your totally. side piece, your side hoe. Would you, you know? <laughs> yeah, for that sweet side honey, would, um, um, would the short be you guys as your characters um, or would it be something no. totally different? We, we want to challenge ourselves, you cool. know what I mean? So like when we we did the woods and that was fun, but we're still like toned down versions of ourselves right. for sure. Um, and funny enough, I actually wasn't supposed to be called Kib, but oh, really? I was uh, – we decided it was going to be Clay, but then someone forgot to change Kib in the script to Clay <laughs> last minute. So everyone's script just said Kib instead oh, of Clay. Funny. And I was like, I didn't want to be Kib in this, man. <laughs> But um, yeah, we want to try to do something something different. You cool, know? that's yeah. exciting. That's ominous. Something that's Vig. got comedy this time, though, okay. because 
I feel like when you are known for something, um, you should have for your first few projects anyways, you should, yeah. should have an essence of what people already like you for. Totally. Then it's more approachable for your audience. And then you don't want someone to get let down and then assume that everything moving forward is going to be uh, exactly. Um, so I want to know, are you going to release any solo music? Yeah. I've been saying that I've, I'm gonna for the longest time and yes, I am going to uh-huh. I just need time. I need time and the motivation, but I, I absolutely will in the next cool. few months. I definitely will. Uh, this hold next, myself this to year it. is going to get very exciting. You guys, do you hear that? <laughs> um, someone wants to know, what are you glad you changed about yourself since starting SP seven? Um, I've become more confident really? in myself and I've like found myself more. I'm still mm-hmm. finding myself, but yeah, SP7 has really helped me just like grow yeah. as a person and become the person I want to be. Um, but also like there's negatives too with like, sure. you know, doing things, but I, I found the things that I like about myself and I found the things I don't like about myself and cool. myself. Um, there's multiple of me. Yep. Um, and I want to just like work on the things I like and try to eliminate some of the things I don't like. And I'm sure that will benefit myself in the future. Yeah. What are, what's coming up in the future for you guys? We want to hopefully just like revitalize our, our get our, our show to a more stable place so that we have more leniency with time to be right. able to do other projects. But music is our big thing right now where we're like cool. really excited about it. We're enjoying what we're making. The audience seems to really like it. Mm-hmm. And there could be like a tour in the future. Ooh, I was Yeah. Someone you was know? asking about like, you've done a show in LA. Where yeah. else are you going to go with it? Yeah. We, we talked about, um, possibly filming us go on tour. I don't want to go too much into it. Oh, that'd be fun. um, Without asking if I'm allowed to, which (laughs) who knows. But uh, yeah, like if the show revolved around that, and then cool. we were on tour, you know, that could be really fun. I think that'd be awesome. I'd love to see that. It would that. just be a change up from the old office, you know? Yeah, then that gets your creative juices flowing mm-hmm. again. Totally. I mean, Location can change everything. If you just go somewhere else for one day, it just changes everything, you know? hundred percent. Clay, we've reached the end of the podcast. Thank we you so much it. for being here. Of um, course. For giving us your time. You get a gift that everyone gets, a oh, personalized wow. fortune cookie. <sighs> as part of um, our hospitality. That's so sweet. Do you want me to break it? Sure. I don't even know what's in this one. <laughs> Should we do? <laughs> so this is gonna Should be... we do a little ASMR? Yeah. Oh, that's very humble. Pleasant. Actually, but... it was humble. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't very. <laughs> all right, let's see what it says. Let's see. It's a surprise for all of us. <laughs> wow, very long. Oh, okay. <laughs> On November fourteenth, twenty eighteen, at twelve fifteen p.m. PST, you promised Twitter ten k retweets, and I'll grow this mustache out again. Do you understand? Good. Let this be a PSA to everyone listening to find out this tweet and retweet. Thank you. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's going to kill me. What is that tweet at right now? It's only at like a couple thousand, I think. Okay. Well, if we can get that to 10,000, you have to regrow a mustache. I will. There you go. If if that happens, I will. Very cool. Some of me is excited for that. And some of me (laughs) is not excited to have my wife look at me like this. Mustaches are very in. Maybe she has changed her mind. And maybe I, it'll grow better. Yeah. <laughs> older too. It won't be as gross as my, it once was. But. Well, where can people find you and SP7 if they don't know? You can find me at youtube.com slash sugarpine7 for sugarpine7. That's the group of us. You can find me personally at youtube.com slash CIB. And that's where I do my podcast and I do funny little sketches. And then we're on social media by the same name, sugarpine7 and uh, official SP7 and not Kib on Twitter. Yeah. Literally at not Kib. At not Kib on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having Guys, me. Guys, go check him out if you haven't already. And I'll see you next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. Not too deep. It was Grace Helbig. 
This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Bare Minerals. As the creators of clean beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by the philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to clean beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code Not Too Deep. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer and edited by Melissa D. Montz, writing by Diane Kang, production assistance by Katrina Henning, post-production sound by Chris Henry, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep, was Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz,